You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Isaac with the VOR Radio Show. Thank you for joining me today. Last time I was talking about the truth about the LGBTQ community. I'm, I'm talking about what the Bible says about the homosexual lifestyle. These are issues that we don't like to talk about. Is it really equality? What's the truth? And what the Word of God says. And even some pastors that that I was reading blogs about that really have brought this into the light and and say we cannot stand by and say you know go along with pride you know what does the bible say about pride the pride bible says that pride goes before a fall god hates the proud but he exalts the humble god doesn't like pride and what pride is it's like putting your hand in god's face and saying i'm gonna do what i want to do this is the identity of self that is the whole purpose to change our identity so we don't believe in a creator we believe that we're our own bosses. We're our own. We can do what we want to do. Let's jump into this. Like I said, going back to this, the openness to homosexuality in the church has paved the way for the ordination of homosexual pastors, transgender ministers to lead congregations. They're twisting the word of God to say what they want. But what does the word of God say concerning homosexual and the likes? The Bible is clear on sexual sin, including homosexuality. Today, we're going to go into what the word of God says. We're going to get some answers here. I believe that we need the ministry of deliverance to bring us to that point to where the captives are to be set free. There are those who are living in the, this homosexual lifestyle. They say that they were born that way and you weren't born that way. I'm going to be strong on this because most people are afraid to talk about this because they would be considered homophobic. Not only that, but, you know, there's laws that are getting passed. There's laws in other other countries and, and even here that if a preacher or a pastor speaks about the sin of homosexuality, they can be arrested. Isn't that crazy? I thought this was a, a nation of free speech. I thought this was a country where we had the ability to speak because we had freedom of speech. It seems like all of that is changing, but we still must stand strong. The Lord is going to give us holy boldness to stand up and we're not going to be afraid of man. We're going to have a fear of God and we're going to raise up our voice like a trumpet, like a human shofar and shout the word of the Lord because there, there's these cancel culture a socialist people that are shouting loud with a megaphone, intimidating and silencing the majority. But I'm going to tell you this, they will not be able to stand. Let's look at the word of God. The Bible is clear on sexual sin, including homosexuality. Romans chapter one, verse 26 to 27 says, for this reason, God gave them up to vow passions for even their women exchange the natural use for what is against nature. 
Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burn in their lust for one another. Men with men, committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. Romans 1 verse 26 through 27. Let's go to another scripture. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 through 10. It says this, do you not know that the unrighteousness will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine through 10. First Timothy, first Timothy one, nine through 10 says this, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for liars, for perjurers, and if there is any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. Let's go to that. I want to look at that a little bit closer. First Timothy, first Timothy one. Look what it's that was pretty, pretty strong, wasn't it? You need to understand this. This is a controversial issue that has divided the church. Well, even while some best selling authors and Christian worship leaders condone it and support it, others are left baffled and confused. And understand, in order to truly love, we must love God and his truth. Matthew 22, Matthew chapter 22, verse 36. It says, Jesus said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And this is the first and the great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Does loving someone mean we approve of their lifestyle? Do we love them? By sharing the truth or approve of their lifestyle? Or do we love by sharing the truth? That's why most ministers don't want to deal with this subject because they would be considered homophobe. So they stay away from controversy because of backlash or being persecuted by cancel culture. This is an excerpt from Pastor Sean Eidelman. It's in his blog, he wrote it on 528 of 2014. Did Jesus say anything about homosexuality was the title. He says too many are seeking to please the masses instead of convict. Where judgment is never mentioned, repentance is rarely sought and sin is often excused. And now the message of repentance and turn to God is considered hate speech and not loving. That was a little bit of Pastor Sean Eidelman said. So this is why a grace revolution distorted the word of God. And I'm going to be bringing a teaching on true grace versus hyper grace. You don't want to miss this teaching coming soon to the VOR network. Okay.
In fact, like I told you, there's an anti-gay law that if a preacher is found preaching against homosexuality or sexual perversion as a sin, they will be canceled or fined for speaking that homosexuality is a sin. What I'm doing in sounding the alarm and exposing the people to truth is considered to others hateful, judgmental, bigoted, or intolerant. Yet I must do what the Lord tells me to do. The church exists to save people, not to bless their means of damnation. The word of God is strong concerning this, and that is why it has been reinterpreted to accept an LGBTQ philosophy, way of living. And the church, instead of speaking the truth, they're going along with it. The church wants to validate being gay and Christian and using the word of God to prove their point. Instead of calling them to turn to Christ and repent of this abominable lifestyle. And as part of the body of Christ and mainline denominations have fallen for this lie. This is what happens when we look the other way and don't do nothing. Now denominations are, are given in to the abominations and will face judgment if they don't renounce their wrong and repent. When this behavior has become normal, even in the church, no wonder there's no outcry. And that leads to more perversion. The bullying of those who oppose the homosexual lifestyle and the idea that they were born that way has silenced the voices of the believers. They rather look the other way than get involved in the fight. You see, it, it led the way to overturn the laws and sanction and put into law same-sex marriages union. But that wasn't where it stops. Then it went after making the Equality Act where the Respect for Marriage Act was passed that overturned the Defense for Marriage Act now allowing same-sex marriages to be legalized in all states and anyone opposed to it will be punished. The reality is this, they're going after the children. They're going after the children. It's going after our children when we remain silent, then the most vulnerable are affected. Pride groom is where they're grooming children to make this lifestyle acceptable. It is taking hold in our schools. Why would they target the children? Target is going after the children with this transgender clothing line designed by a Satanist. And thank God that many are boycotting Target. And so far, they have lost a lot of money. For years, sports have been silent on the promoting of, of the pride and LGBTQ events. Not anymore with the incident with the LA Dodgers. Even the players are speaking about it, speaking up because enough is enough. That is why there is a movement of ex-gay, ex-transgenders rising. They lived in that lifestyle, but they came out. And now they are helping others do the same. But the LGBTQ movement wants to silence them because it would undermine their entire movement. Satan is coming with a vengeance and is going after the children through abortion, through being kidnapped and sold into sex trafficking and being sexually abused all in the name of love. Pedophilers, we have turned what was immoral, perverted into something that is celebrated, something that they talk about. And that's why they call it Pride Month. They're going after the children. I'm telling you, this is the last straw with many. Pride Month. Do you know that proud people get defensive 
and aggressive when they're exposed or pointed out. Pride is about shifting confidence in God and putting it on oneself. It's narcissistic because it's all about self. And that is why pride goes before a fall. The Holy Spirit is not just sexual, even though that's what they're promoting. It's an alternative lifestyle. It's saying, accept me. I don't want to repent. I don't need a savior. I'm my own God. Isn't that deception? And that is why we must bring this word out. We must be about the father's business. We must share the truth. I pray that many will get the boldness to begin to speak about this. We'll begin to share about this in the church. It should be in the body of Christ. It should be in the house of God where many of these current controversial issues are addressed and are found solutions. Instead of trying to tolerate it and trying to condone it and trying to support it, no, we need to speak the truth. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be war. It's going to, you're going to get persecuted. You're going to be called a bigot. You're going to be called a judgmental person. You're going to be called, you know, there's even those, they think that they can stay Christian and gay. They believe that it is the church who terrorizes them. That is the church that has caused them to have suicidal tendencies. And they blame the church for their unloving view, their unloving ways. The reality is they just don't want to admit that they like that lifestyle. They love it and they need to leave it because it will it will destroy you. It will destroy your life. You know, the lifespan of those who are in the homosexual, that lifestyle, that world, they don't live very long. There is consequences for this, but the Lord is merciful. He will forgive if we turn from it. He will forgive us if we turn away from this wicked lifestyle. We can talk about Pride Month all we want, but we need to speak the truth. It's not just about Pride Month because now it's not just one month. It's flaunted and promoted everywhere in schools, in our stores, businesses, corporations, and even churches. Like I said in, in my last program. The Lord is going to bring judgment if we don't turn, especially those who have supported this and said it's okay. The Lord did not okay it. He is not okay with it. He loves them, but he wants them to repent. He loves them, but he wants them to turn away from that wickedness because it will destroy them. The love of the Lord is like a fireman who sees the danger and will pull you out of the fire. The Lord is sending us to rescue those. I feel the presence of the Lord. He's sending us to rescue those who are asking for help. We're not going to let our nation be transformed into another identity. We're going to reclaim the rainbow for God. The rainbow belongs to the Lord. Satan always wants to imitate and take what belongs to God. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your kingdom message, Lord. I thank you for this controversial issue, God, that you are bringing solutions to. There's so much more we can talk about, Lord. There's so much that we can bring up, Lord. But more than anything before, Lord, we need your protection, Lord. We need your word. We need your Holy Spirit to touch those 
I don't know. There may be even those who are listening right now, Lord, or they have somebody that they know. Lord, I ask that the Holy Spirit would touch them right now. That they will come out of that lifestyle. They will come out of that, that perversion, Lord. And they will seek you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your name is above all names. And you are greatly to be praised. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to the VOR radio show. Thank you for listening to this controversial, hot issue, hot topic. That's why we're going to be bringing this in the VOR Watchman Report. Keep us in prayer as we launch that. I'm going to come back again talking about we're going to go back into some teachings on the Holy Spirit. We're going to go do some things about taking cities for God. This is Isaac with the VOR radio show. Until next time, will you be a voice of revival for your generation? God bless you. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.